Well, Danny, we got to give the people what they want, man. And what the people unanimously wanted, it seemed, was no more Keith. So once again this week, we are going Keithless for the random podcast. Keithless in Seattle. Keithless in Seattle. And that is the title of the episode this week. Thank you very much. Uh, anyways, hello everyone. Welcome back. Uh, this is uh, episode 17, I believe is the number we got to, or the episode 52 of the random podcast, the random show podcast, however you choose to look at it. Make your choice. All of those old podcasts no longer exist in the uh, podcast feed anyway, because the, the app we did them all on no longer exists. So luckily, Anchor now exists, and that's how you are getting this podcast delivered to your favorite podcasting platform, whether that be Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, I'm sure we're on there with Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, we won't have any of the hot takes that Joe Rogan has because our hot take artist is currently asleep and headed to work in two and a half hours. Hopefully so we're done by then. I, I'm a much... I'm much expecting to be done by the time Keith is awake. Uh, but welcome in. Have a seat. If you're already sitting, great. Take a drink. I've got my Coke Zero. Danny, I have uh, something I want to tell you. Let's talk. I think I'm going to be uh, taking a little bit of a break from soda. Funny you should say. Okay. Why is it funny? Because in approximately uh, three days, I will be doing the same. Is that those three days? So today's. Today's Friday now. So you're saying yes. after Sunday. Yes. Because there's a party being had on Sunday that people will be attending. And there will most certainly be soda there. For sure. So yes. maybe I will drink soda that day. And then maybe I will also start on Monday. Uh, there have been so many advancements in the sugarless drink department. Yes. Um, I've recently discovered from Keith, there is a, uh, a iced tea brisk that is zero sugar with lemon so it basically tastes like an Arnold Palmer but it's sugarless and it's delicious and they have it in canned form uh, so maybe I'll be delving into that you know I, I hear water's good for the for the body and for the mind and the soul it's debatable yeah research yeah. is still pending research is still pending we are still in the arctic ages of trying to figure out if soda is bad for you we'll see we'll, we'll see. see we'll see we'll see what the, the studies show but anyway uh, you know I'll give my customary, uh, Danny, how the hell are you? I'm doing great. I'm going to finish my, I also have Coke Zero here. Um, it's been quite a while since I've had Coke Zero. Do you have it at the house? Uh, yes, yes. Will there and be I believe, some present on Sunday? Uh, unless they're all gone by then, yes. We got a 36 pack, I think. So there's probably a good chance two or three will be left. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a couple of days away. But somehow Danny is assuring that he will drink most of a 36 pack. So that's my mom's favorite story is for some reason, I, I don't remember what it was, but like, this was like before we had the ring. So like seventh, eighth grade, probably. And I don't know Keith came over and my mom offered Keith a drink, a soda. And Keith said, yeah, sure. And then I looked at my mom. I said, mom, there's no more soda. And she said, I literally went to the store and got a 36 pack yesterday. There is soda. And I said, mom, I assure you. There is no more soda. I drank the last one last night. And your dentist was severely disappointed every time yes, you visited he was. him. Yes, he was. And uh, yeah, so. Kept him in business. Kept, yeah, I mean, that's what it is. You know, 
Dentists complain about people who drink soda, but to be honest, if soda didn't exist, y'all wouldn't have jobs. That's the thing because you know they show back back in the day the uh, what is it the the mummification the the ancient mummies right? They have the picture perfect teeth because back then they had no sugar and shit. I was wondering where you were going with that. Well, you know, this is mummification. I'm like, mummification. No breed. I'm thinking to myself as as he's talking. I'm like. What does this have to do with soda? Like, did mummies drink a lot of soda? Yeah, I told you. I guess they they had perfect teeth. They had perfect teeth. No soda, no sugar. It makes sense. Yeah, you know, it was also probably a much more terrible time. Mm -hmm. But everybody was in great shape. Supposedly. I mean, if you, you know. We'll see. To be honest, you know, you can listen to historians all we want, but no one really really knows. No one really knows what was going on. It's like the 300 movie, right? Everyone was all fucking ripped and shit. Who knows? They were probably a bunch of fat fucks, just like we are. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> who knows? Like, I imagine during those times, the people who were in power didn't do much work, so they probably would have all been fat. Like, you're talking about, like, yeah, the people that built the pyramids and shit were probably in great shape. Yes, because you know they're 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 lifting all day, brother, all day. But you know, the people who were in power that said, "Hey, build my pyramid," I don't think they were in the best shape. No, no. so that's our pyramid talk. And uh, that's really all I got to say about pyramids. You got anything more to say about pyramids? Um, I did like back in sixth grade when we did the Egyptian gimmick where we had to uh, put a piece of bread into a plastic baggie, a Ziploc, if you would. Okay. And you keep it in there for the semester and you see how much it molds throughout the year. Oh, God. And it was interesting because it was, again, the mummification process. And then someone dared someone to eat the mummified piece of bread. Yes. As 7th, 8th graders do. Of course, yes. And then we went into Chinese history after that, and I was immediately uninterested. Not interested in the Chinese culture? Uh, at the time, no. Chinese food is delicious. Uh, I do like panda every That's once in a while. That's not Chinese food. To me, it That's, is. Yeah. It's fast food Chinese. It's like Taco Bell. Is that Mexican? Yeah. No. Have you had the... Yeah. Uh, there's a place in Santee, the China... Something by the Vons. I've only been to one other Chinese place, and it's by the. Uh... Brad is screaming the name out right now because his wife used to work there many, many, many moons ago. I'm talking about, God, 15 years ago. The Golden less. Walk. That's not what I'm talking about. No, it's like a, I think it's Panda Country or something like uh, that. I have not been there, but it's delicious. It's the closest you can get to real Chinese food in. Uh, San Diego. I couldn't tell you if I'm a fan because at Panda, all I get is the orange chicken. Blue orange chicken's delicious. It is. Yeah. With rice. That's it. With rice. If you ever go to a real Chinese place, I would I would suggest to you General So's chicken. What's the other one? Poway. 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 Poway is a city in Pow. San Diego. <laughs> is it considered East County? I guess. That's the whole like Twitter debate. Oh, is that it? It may be just a hashtag Padres Twitter thing, but they're like, oh, Poway is not considered East County. Eh. Why are Padre fans talking about Poway? Probably from like, oh, like East County's own, uh, what was the old Padres player? Dickinson. He's on the Giants now. Oh, Alex. I got to be I think honest he's from with Poway. you. I wouldn't be like running to the front of the line to be saying I'm repping East County. I wouldn't either. East, you know, no. San, San Diego, East County is no. a little, little, little bit uh, racist for like, my taste. Uh, Poway sounds a lot better than El Cajon. Oh, Poway, and Poway is a completely different city than El Cajon. Pow! Like when Wait. people when people have money, they go to Poway. When people don't have money, they go to El Cajon. 
that's pretty much you know that's a given that's a given <laughs> you know El Cajon La Mesa Lemon Grove pretty much anywhere around here yeah I mean even around where I live the apartments are down the street are pretty cheap so of course you know maybe someday I'll live in one of them there you go because I'm poor and I'll always move be in poor together would you like to add another person and two other children to that because yep. that's probably what we're looking at right now good talk <laughs> so let's see how many people is that so that's five on your end and four so we got nine people living together in one two-bedroom apartment let's do it <laughs> we're all we're coming together Holy we, shit. oh my god we could form a whole entire baseball team you know what danny has been watching my my son my oldest son danny he's been watching these videos on youtube mm-hmm. um about it's like a softball league, I guess. It's pretty entertaining. Like, the guy has a GoPro on his fucking hat. Yeah. And they, they play softball and whatever. I don't have any interest in softball, but I'm like, man, I wish I knew enough people to actually do, like, two teams. Yeah. And actually, like, you could meet up every week. Because we've done it, like, with you and Keith. And, like, we had a good run where we actually oh, played Once this frequently. hand is healed, we're going to play, play ball. Because I've been yep. itching and dying to play. As have I. There was... And now that now that Danny plays, yes, you can turn that into a let's all go play ball yeah, together thing, hundred percent, and it wouldn't be a problem. No, you also have an easier schedule to make to accommodate mm-hmm. that now. So absolutely, but so, I, I am I am very very excited and ready to play. Yeah, because even playing with it, like even like you know helping coach his t ball and you know throwing the ball with him, like he's actually hitting. What kind of coach are you? I'm a pretty uh, standard. You better hustle at all times, coach. But I'm not so much hung up on the fundamentals. You know, Danny swings and he goes over the plate a lot. And I'm like, that's fine. I just want him to swing and get the hang of the bat you know, mm-hmm. right now, you know. I'm, I'm not going to enforce too many rules. Because you know point. that money's in the right arm anyway. Of course. you got to turn him into of a course. pitcher. you got to make that. But during this offseason, I'm going to train him to be a switch hitter. Something. That's, a, that's another thing. That's... I wish I would have done when I was younger. I can hit. I, you know, I won't say I can hit left-handed. But with training, I could. Because if, like, Donna pitches to me, I, I could hit left-handed. Yeah. I'm not going to hit him out of the park left-handed. But if I started when I was f- five or six, yes. Yeah. Very valuable. It's, to be very, it's very valuable. The <laughs> I don't have kids, but uh, the other day I was uh, throwing the old football around. I wasn't throwing. I was catching it from Tanya's – her youngest son. And he was putting a pretty mean spiral in that ball. And I looked at her and I said – future we're gonna teach this kid how to play football there you go quarterback <laughs> see and the thing is to diversify is we have all sports covered you got baseball with yeah. my family you know you have football with them you know yeah. it's good and that that's, basketball that's, coming up maybe i don't know yeah. maybe i'll have to reproduce we are talking about putting danny in a basketball league does he ever touch the basketball before? no but we want to get him into more sports you know that's, like, I mean, that's a good idea yeah but that doesn't necessarily basketball is not always. You got to have a lot of coordination to play basketball. It's true. I, which and I, he seems he has a good has amount decent, of coordination. Yeah, he's, he's he's fair at it. He's Madonna's fair. very good at basketball, so maybe that will transfer. Uh, her mom was good at basketball, so maybe that will. That's interesting. Parlay into that. I. You know what? It's only because I've known her mostly as the lady who sits on the couch when I come over, but Pretty I wouldn't much. imagine her as a athletic person. But nope. you no. Know, at some point, people are young and they're then vibrant, and they have uh, a set of skills. Remember when we were young? I try not to. Oh, 
See, I try to because I'm like, damn, remember how much better it was back then? Oh, your life is always better when you're younger. Oh, I had a whole conversation the other day about how much I missed the mid 90s or the late 90s. Yes. And how everything was better back then and, you know, music was better and, you know, and that, you know, I'm sure every person is going to think that about their generation, but sure. they're all wrong because we had the best. We did. We had the best of both worlds. Are you kidding me? Kimberly 90, was hot. Topanga. The 90s were great. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to look at me, someone who was like alive during the eighties and the seventies and go, wow, great. You had cocaine. Good for you. Are all your friends still alive? Probably not. Nope. They probably died of drug overdoses. You sick freaks. Jackass. Look at all of us. We're young, vibrant. We're drinking soda out of the can and it's zero sugar. sugar. Yep. Zero sugar, zero calories, bro. I don't even got to add that to my fitness app. Anyway, what else is going on in the world, Danny? That's about what's on, it, man. What's on your mind? That's just, not just, just training. Talk. Just training the kid. Twelve podcasts a day. It's like that's it. That's about it. That's about it. Thanks for driving thirty minutes to talk for fifteen, buddy. Hey. No, uh, yeah, you know, you, you can. I've seen some of the videos you post. You mm -hmm. know, he hit the balls. He hits the ball and he runs. You know, it does a little delayed. You know, you got to get, you got to get that head on a swivel. Bro. Okay. So here's what I'm struggling with, with him. And again, I'm not, I'm not so much stuck Air on the fundamentals. This is the place to do it because the it's podcast about that one person listens to. This is the of place. Course, of course. And if Brad's a baseball fan, he'll appreciate this. Brad, Brad, that's why Brad liked to think the episode so much last week. Cause we talked a lot there about we baseball. Go. We'll talk more ball tonight. And then we're talking about kids and Brad's Brad has kids. He's got, you know, he's got the same ratio of kids as you. We're connecting boys, the dots. One girl. Why doesn't Brad come out? And we'll play ball soon. I think Brad would love to play ball. My brother, by the way, plays ball. There we go. All the time. That's He's pretty much a team. That's enough people than trying to convince Keith to lead the Even if we did hole. like four and four, I'd be cool with that. I don't think we need to do four and four. I think we had our best times when it was just four of us. Sure. So if we could get, you know, you, me. See, now here's here's the difference. Like I, I have the 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 idea of do, not like a league, obviously, but doing like a game. Like a competitive nature, you know? Okay. I, I miss the competitiveness. So, and then the home run derby was fun. Don't get me wrong. And yes. I, I really miss doing it. But a game adds a whole new element to it. That's absolutely true. But it's a, Unfortunately, that's why, mo that's why a lot of kids don't play baseball. Because to play a game of baseball, you need 18 people. Yes. And that's just not feasible most of the time. But like I was saying, we could do a game where it's just four on Four or we five, do that. you know what I mean? We don't need anyway. What were you, what team. are you struggling with? Uh, so when it comes to Danny, Danny. So my idea is, you know, once, you know, they're younger. So you're, you don't want to beat the craft into him so much that he loses interest in the game this early. It's true. So I'm like, okay, so, you know, you, you, you say nice hit next time when you hit, try to run to the base a little bit faster Yes, because he's struggling with, he hits it. He looks. He admires the ball. Now, here's the thing, too. He's pimping his home runs. And that's the thing. You're watching current-day baseball. That's what the players do when they hit home runs, right? You hit the ball. You admire it. You do your bat flip and everything. So that's what the kids nowadays. But you got to let the kids play. That's true. I got no problem with that. But if he's not hitting dongs, he's got to run. Here's what you tell him to do. No bat flips. No bat flips. You carry the bat around the bases with you. <laughs> You just never let go of the bat. A good old Pedro that's, Serrano. That's your bat flip. And you swing it's it in classic. the air. You swing it in the air as you're <laughs> around the bases like just a madman. Also in the field, 
he will dive for the ball or rather lay on the ball for an inordinate amount of time. What I'm trying to say, as soon as you get the ball, you need to throw it. Now, T-ball is different because they run to the base and they stay at the base no matter what, right? So it's not like you throw to the base and they're out, you know. So Why not? Because they need to get the kids, you know, just the idea of getting to the base and then running around. Or oh, this sounds terrible. So, so, so no matter what they do, they run to the base and they're safe? And they're, and they're there, yeah. What are the scores of these games? There is no score. It's you, you play two innings and that's it. continue so anyway what i'm telling him in future my, uh, uh leagues my, my that he's kids are in, never gonna play sports you know like kids. you know caps and minors and whatnot what have you whatever they'll be at the time you need to get the ball and throw it to first as soon as you can because the guy will not always be safe not get it for unless they change the game of baseball entirely and everybody's safe which they, they could they just hit the which ball they could they're talking about moving the mound back in the mlb and i'm just like come on guy what are we doing we already have enough guys who are tearing their arms all the time. So you want to make it harder for them to throw? So are they doing that because the ball that comes back, like the, the line drive back to them? No, they're doing it so the velocities will go down and the home runs will go up. Yeah. That's why they're doing it. As if we don't have enough home runs in the ba- in baseball right now. We've got to have 70 home run seasons again because that's great for the game. Then load them up with roids then. Yeah. You, you know what? Just let you know all the shit talk about you know McGuire and Sosa and all these guys Bonds whatever. Until these guys were hitting home runs, no one gave a fuck about oh, baseball. Ba- baseball would be a dead sport right now if it yeah. wasn't for them. Yep, it would be hockey would be more popular than baseball if McGuire and Sosa didn't come around because. MLB just gets in their own way over and over and over and over and over again. They're like last season, like, hey guys, everyone's got a DH. That's cool. We love it. Guess what? We're going to take that away. But you know what we are going to keep? A runner on second extra yep. innings and seven inning doubleheaders. Which awesome. I'm actually I'm actually I'm okay with the seven inning doubleheaders because I think seven hours of baseball in a day is kind of frustrating. Dan just had like a seizure on my couch. I gigged. Oh arm. he's bleeding on the couch. But it's dry. Oh, it's it's fine. You're talking in a very weird voice. Three hours old. Three. The blood. So it's a, it's the length of a nine inning baseball game, which is baseball should be. I disagree. That's baseball is so long. It's sometimes it's so. If if you're looking at a game that's one nothing, there's nothing exciting about that game. And see, here's my thing. Say football or basketball, you got 15 minute quarters, mm-hmm. but they take. 25 to 30 minutes. Yeah. Which to me is too long because I'm not a fan. Now I'm not saying you're not a fan because obviously you are of baseball, but the, the, uh, see to me, it's like, okay, like you do this seven inning game. We're going to have issues. Like we had what last was that last week when he's like, okay, well he, he got a fucking no hitter. Well, does it fucking count? Yeah, that stuff's dumb. It's, it's I mean, because you gotta, you gotta choose what to recognize. And no matter what, they're gonna run into those situations. Yeah. The only thing I like about the runner on second is that the guy scores it doesn't count as an earned run. Yeah. Which see, I think that's fair because you don't want to hurt a guy's ERA because of a stupid rule. And it should it shouldn't exactly. count as an earned run. So it counts as an unearned run. And see now I'm glad you clarified because I don't even know that because Debbie keeps asking me. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Look it up on Google because yeah, I, no, I don't know. Because no, there's someone. I think Chapman gave up a, a run 
in the one of the extra innings, but he still had a zero ERA or something. So I was like, oh, okay. So it doesn't all count. I know is I I don't like it for for the team. So I'll say Padres because I'm a Padre fan. I don't like it when they win off that because to me it's almost like a fluke. Because yeah. if you start with a runner on second with no outs, you should definitely score him. It's not always going to happen, but you should. Now when it's the other team and they win, I'm like, well, fuck, that sucks. Because if they didn't have a runner, maybe they wouldn't have lost. So I, I hate it both ways. You have to, like, I'd love to see the records of teams in these extra inning games, but yes. I would assume it's very home team heavy. Yeah. Because the home team should be able to score from a runner from second. Yeah. You just bunt one guy yep. over and then you hit a sack fly and the game's over. And it should be that simple. But yeah. just like my biggest pet peeve in baseball, I won't say that, but pretty close, is when you get a leadoff hitter, you know, in an inning or whatever, he gets on third and there's no outs and you cannot score him. That is the most frustrating, like for both teams, I'm like, there's no way that runner should not score. It's pretty impossible. I think I said that right, right? There's yeah. no, yeah, there's no humanly way that he should not score but unfortunately there is a humanly way because it happens it quite happens often. all the time and it's the most frustrating thing besides the runner starting on second yeah <laughs> baseball just doesn't seem to know what it's doing but i i've said this to you plenty of times if the yankees weren't good i think i could legitimately just tune out baseball altogether. yeah and that has nothing to do with the game itself it has a lot to do with the fact that the league doesn't know what they're doing and sure they, constantly get in their own way they constantly do dumb things where it's like i think you i think you should take a you know take a page from some of these other leagues that do seem to know what they're doing yeah um now see in my my thing i don't think there's anything they could do to make me stop watching like i, I think it's so ingrained and i love it so much and I would even go so like say I didn't watch the current fucking baseball format like I think I would just become a baseball historian just like watch old shit just because like it's kind of like the wrestling thing sorry Brad but back in the day it's like you watch every fucking Raw Smackdown Heat whatever and I think we talked about it a little last time like you get to a point you're like there's I'm never not going to watch it but then you get older and you realize, okay, there is a time. Now, the difference is it is competitive and it is a sport, per se. Danny, but, do you remember when we lived together, how we would watch Raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. together every week? And how. And I'd rid- hear from Donna, like, are how you really. <laughs> how ridiculous I was with watching, where I was watching more than anyone. Like. Because I was, I was pretty checked out at that point. I was like, uh, I don't need to watch this at this point. And like, I'm now that's where I am now. Yeah. I am. And you feel so much better. Right? I, I am officially <laughs> just like checked out. Like yep. I, you, you texted me and asked me about this AEW yeah. show that we just yeah. watched. And I sent, I sent you a text, but the first part of my text was that I deleted was I watch all wrestling now in a dense fog of nothingness yeah. where I'm not even really paying attention. I'm on my iPad on Twitter looking at the reactions to shit yeah. that's happening. I'm not even watching the actual thing because I just get no enjoyment out of it anymore. There's nothing because here's the thing. If something cool happens, there's always someone there to ruin it. Yeah. That's and it's just so ungodly frustrating. And that's why I can't do the Twitter thing while I'm watching it. 
I, I used to, yeah. and it, it ruins. I, it's I can't, completely I can't do it, it with. I can't do it with like baseball either because yeah. it's all the it's all the same shit, man. There's a guy. I, I I don't know how you know him, but his name is like Chris Wrestling Fan yeah. or something. Yeah, that guy is just so insufferable with everything, man. He just complains every day. The guests at the hotel aren't wearing masks. Can I have to yell at them? Then he's complaining about the Padres. He's talking shit about the Dodgers. He's talking shit about. I'm like, this is the obnoxious type of fans I don't like. Yeah, and they and ruin shit for me. It's funny you say that because we talked about it a little last week again. The Padres Twitter thing, and I'm like, I I've taken to live tweeting when I have my phone a yeah. because I share my phone with my two kids. And sometimes during the game, to watch the game, they're like, oh, I have the phone. I did notice as I was uploading some of your videos to YouTube in your history, I was like, well, Danny's not watching these videos. They were all kid videos. <laughs> they're all, yes. And I was like, yes. oh, okay. That's when, when they're on the YouTube, that's who's YouTube they're using. Yes. So that makes sense to yep. me now. And so it's like, you know, I'm, we're watching the game. We're like, oh, take the phone. Cause, but now Danny, he's fully engrossed in watching the game. But sometimes I enjoy live tweeting. Yeah. And it's a place for my thoughts to come out. I guess it's better than, you know, beating up something, I guess, of frustration. Yes. But I still do it. It doesn't matter. But there's times when I'm like, okay, like, say, you know, the point of Twitter to me is to interact with the other people. Yeah. For me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so if I, if I, I think I, another pet peeve of mine is when you interact with people and it's just nothing. Like, Say if someone like on Instagram or Twitter or something like reacts to your comment or, or leaves a comment, yeah. right? Like, hey, uh, fucking something, whatever. Like, oh, nice family. Like me, I'm like, I should respond to everybody that comments. Like, that's just my personal yeah. thing. And it's like one of those things where you respond to people and there's people that I do talk to. Like Chris is one of those that I'm like, he doesn't really respond to me. So I'm like, A, he's doesn't give a shit about me, which is fair. Or he's, he talks to the other people, which is fine. Yeah. But I'm like, so I'll comment on a couple people's, you know, things that they're doing on the team. Like, Oh, fucking nice play. And I'm like, it sure fucking was or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like I'm going to do it two or three times in every game. It's almost like a different set of people. Yeah. And if they respond, I'm like, okay, well that's someone that will eventually have a conversation with about, and that's, those are the people I am to for the Padres Twitter. Yeah. And I, I don't use it with wrestling anymore because I don't watch it. I'm like, you, I don't. Yeah, know. it's – I don't even bother with the wrestling stuff anymore because, I don't know, first of all, like, I do a podcast with someone who the people on the show that he's on, yeah, they listen to it. So they know who I am, and I don't want to be that guy that, you know, is just overly negative about everything. Like, I try to be super positive yeah. about – guys that I, you know, know and like, but yeah, man, like just trying to watch wrestling every week, even like AEW now, I'm just like, yeah, I guess this is good. I don't, I don't honestly like, and like full crowds are coming back and yeah. I'm just like, I, I don't even know if I'll care. There's a certain segment of guys I still like and would still like to see what they're doing, but yeah. nothing is getting me to, watch it there's nothing like about any of this shit that's like entertaining or good and i just feel like you know i don't feel like sports will ever be like that yeah i don't feel like you'll ever get 
tired of sports, but then again, sports has an off season. Yeah. You know, football is an off season. Baseball is an off season. Like you get a break and you move on to the next sport until the next sport comes around. Whereas wrestling, it's like all year round. And like, yeah, people just become so insufferable with this shit with, with just wrestling. And, you know, as much as I like social media, if I could find another outlet to get my information, I would, I would a hundred percent abandon it because there's nothing about it. That's good because nothing drives me crazy more than when I send a, uh, send a tweet to someone that's a positive thing. And all they do is like it. Yeah. And I'm like, you spent the last five minutes responding to every ugly comment to you in the last 10 minutes. And I sent you a positive thing that, that I thought was cool. And I was like, that's awesome. It's good to see. And I get a like, I'm like, okay, well I know you saw it. That's great. But like positive engagement is also just as important as negative engagement in my opinion. Yeah. Because you know, but that's not, that's not, that's not entertaining to people. Like saying something nice about you is not entertaining because their excuse is always, well, I got a bunch of people saying really nice things to me. We have a bunch of people saying really negative things to you too. And you highlight that and you highlight that you give those people attention like people wonder why social media is so toxic. It's because we give attention to the toxic. The Paul brothers are famous because we've given them the attention to be famous. Yep. Like the shit that the Paul brothers have done for whoever the one was that went to the suicide forest in Japan and everyone was all pissed off and disgusted by it. I'm like, yeah, you are now the reason why he is fighting Floyd Mayweather and having a, pre-fight scrum with Floyd Mayweather for taking his hat. So congratulations to you for making the Kardashians famous for making all these just irrelevant people famous. And these people who actually could add value to the world, you just give them a, Oh, good job. And they like it because they don't care. And you know, and sometimes you don't even get a like, you know, it's like, you know, people see like, like, I know you saw that. Like, I don't know that there's been things that I'll, and, and I'll do it with, with stuff like, I don't know. And it's the whole, the bias thing, but I'll post like a video and I'll be like, damn, this shit's actually pretty good. Like, this is a lot better than shit. That's like going viral and stuff like that. And I'm like, this should be seen. And then like, you'll go and look at the engagements, like 13 people. See, I'm like, what the, f-? like, and I understand like the shit has to be shared and shit like see by the right people, but it's just like this podcast. Yeah. Our, our Twitter feed has almost a thousand followers mm-hmm. at this point that we've, that Danny himself by himself, and I'm hundred percent copy of that. I don't put the effort in. Uh, we have over a thousand followers almost because of Danny. And yet our podcast gets 12 listens a week. Yeah. This podcast that you're listening to right now, Brad gets you and some other person a week. Like I'd really appreciate, like you'll sit there and you'll listen to a, a political podcast of someone you don't like yeah. because you want to hear their shitty takes and get mad. Yeah. But how about you just listen to a couple of dudes just talk about, talk about bullshit, shit. talk about kids playing T-ball. But every I, once in a while, there'll be a golden nugget yeah, in there. I, I, I know that's that's not fun and entertaining to some people, but I guarantee you'll walk away from this podcast other than the week where we talked about cancer for an hour. Yeah, but I guarantee you'll walk away every week with at least that was fun. And that was, Entertaining. These guys are idiots and doing a podcast at two in the morning. Well, and it's, it's, it's the whole, like, I, I know I've told you about it before, but it's like, I, I struggle with the whole, like, you know, the, like I just said, the engagement of Twitter, or Instagram, and like even the podcast, like 
it, it's hard to sometimes motivate yourself to come and drive here and go like, I'm doing this for, and yes, it's fun for us to do, but I'm like, you do it. And it's like, Oh, 12 views. It'd be a hell of a lot better. If we knew we were doing it. It was even a hundred views. I'd be like, fuck, yeah. I'm pumped. Let's do it. But there's sometimes I'm like, all right, well I'm coming out here. Like we're here till three in the morning talking to each other. Like we could be texting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it is cool to hang or out. could be sleeping. Shit. Yes. Could be definitely could be sleeping, <laughs> but it's like, it's the whole like Instagram thing. Like, could I get a lot of shit from people like, it's funny because it's like almost all negative. Like when I post about workouts or post like inspirational fucking quote, like it, I'd say 90% of people shit on it. And, but the 10% or the fucking one or two people every once in a while that hit me up and say, Hey, because you posted to this fucking 60 days of DDP yoga, it really fucking motivated me. I'm like, yeah, that's worth it. Well, it's this thing. I don't particularly like, none of that stuff is mm. like enlightening to me no. or like, but I wouldn't sit there and make fun of you on no, Instagram it, about it. But, but, it, and if you do like, cause people at work, like, especially like it'll be in, no, Don't you I work mean, with a bunch of fat guys. Uh, That's probably why they're making fun of you. No, no, because it's funny because like, say, I saw a video you posted one time working over now. I was like, that guy needs to be working. Well, out. yeah. Well, that's the thing. He's the one that works out the most at all of them. <laughs> well, he's not, he's doing something wrong. Diet brother diet. Yeah, that's, but, that know, is more important than the actual workout. I literally knows. lost 50 pounds just by yeah. eating differently and no workout. But it's like, like I just switched shifts and the guy, my lead was like, my new lead was like, Hey, whatever happened to those quotes that you used to write on the board? And I'm like, Oh, no one like gave a shit. So I stopped writing them. And like, I think I stopped writing because I wasn't posting them anymore. Yeah. Like on it. And not that you do it for that, but it's like, cause to me, I've always said like the quotes help me. They're not for anybody else. Like they help me for whatever yeah. day or whatever bullshit I'm going through. So I put it on there and I was like, Oh, maybe one of these people will read this and go like, yeah. Oh shit. Cause eventually something's going to stick with you. And yeah. if you write something for 365 days, you might miss fucking 295 of those days. But one day yeah. you might come across something that you're like, fuck, that actually sparked something in me. Yeah. And I know that happened a lot when I was doing like DDP yoga, like, and I'm like, I know there's people going like, Oh, this guy's fucking post about working out again. And again, to me, it's holding myself accountable because I go through and I'm like, okay, well, if I save my fucking stories and I put it on the highlight and I'm like, so I'm keeping track of the workouts I'm doing. So I'm like, okay, so whatever day I'm at, I know, I'm keeping myself accountable because yeah. I don't plan days off anymore. I'm like, I take a day off when shit goes to hell and I don't have time to do it like yeah. with kids and shit. Yeah. But that shit keeps me accountable. Cause I'm like, if it's fucking May 24th and I've only worked out 20 times during the month, I'm like, I failed Yeah. and it keeps me on track. Now for everybody else that reads that they're just like, Oh, another fucking workout or another fucking bullshit, like whatever. But to me, eventually, and it may not be now, it may not be a year from now, but eventually someone's going to say, damn, he fucking stuck with it for this long. Yeah. And eventually a quote is going to hit somebody and go like that fucking motivated them. Like it did me. Yeah. Well, you, you, you know, the shit that annoys me about people on social media, like the wrestlers that post yeah. studying tape. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, when you see, so here's the difference. So Trevor Bauer will post his vlogs. Yes. And show 
things that he's working on. Yeah. And you'll see a difference. Yes. In his next start. Yes. I've seen wrestlers post studying tape mm -hmm. of wrestlers who I'm like, great. You should study the techniques yeah. and the fundamental stuff of Eddie Guerrero, of mm -hmm. Chris Benoit, of Kurt Angle. But then I watch you in the ring and you don't implement you don't implement any of that into your your game your game plan. So that's the kind of stuff I hate about social media. You're trying to garner attention by look at what I'm watching. I'm watching a yeah. good match. Literally, my only posts on social media are to pop the boys. Yeah. I, I post selfies. I'm 35-year-old man. I don't need to post a selfie. But I do. But I do it because it pops me. Because I'm like, I want to see how many people comment and like this. And just, you know, I don't think, I don't think I'm a bad-looking person. But I know when I post a selfie... I'm like this is this is not good. <laughs> this is, I am not the person that should be posting a selfie. I don't like to smile because I I am very self conscious of my teeth, so I don't like to smile. But I do it just to, just to pop the or like when I was on my trip, I take pictures of my backpack because yes. I'm like bored. I'm like, and I hope everyone knows that I'm doing all this shit ironically because I don't have anything to post about. I don't have kids. I don't. You know, I, I have a girlfriend now, but it's like, it's not the same fucking thing. Like, I don't post pictures of, like, doing stuff. Like, because I don't do anything. Yeah. Like, if I ever did anything, I maybe I'd post about it. But it's like, I don't know. Social media to me just feels, I don't, I just kind of, I'm just like an observer. Sure. I feel like I'm in, yeah. like, a museum and I'm just looking at the exhibits. Yep. And I'm like, oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? People only have Instagram for one thing, and that's to see pictures of women's asses. That's what Instagram is for. That's all Instagram is for. So see now Twitter is better for that because it's uncensored. Uh, yeah, but Twitter has too many bots that just like fall. Like half of our followers of our Twitter are probably sure, bots. Sure. But yeah. And I get these, we get these message requests on our Twitter that are just always like, I'm Michaela from yeah. London, England. <laughs> I'm like, Nope. I'm like, uh, but yeah, no, that's like, that's what Instagram is. Instagram is just what, uh, what's that word that people use? The, uh, the thirst traps yeah where they just post pictures of themselves in bikinis and go look at me and then people respond like in weird creepy ways they're like ew why are you so nasty i'm yeah. like well what do you expect what you you're on social like I, you, we we know at this point that most men are gross yeah and disgusting and trust me I used to be on dating sites and some of these girls would tell me their experiences with oh, guys on here. I can only, and I would say to them, I was like, what did that guy hope to accomplish? Yeah. Like guys that would immediately go to sex in like the second message of like, and I'm like, what do, what guy thinks that in their second message, they're like, Hey babe, I want to, you know, have, I want to fuck you. Like, why do they think that's going to work? And I'm like, and at the same time, I'm like, well, that's great because that makes it easier for me yeah. because I'm not the guy who says that. I'm the nice guy. So when the nice guy shows up, it's going to give you the chance to do what you always say you want to do, and that's find a nice guy. It's a difference maker. So yeah. is that what you're really looking for? Or are you looking for a guy to do that stuff you don't like, but you want him to wait three more messages? Yeah. I don't know how we got on this tangent. See, and I can't just, I can't speak on that. You haven't been, you haven't dated. Cause I haven't dated 15 years, 15 years, probably no, nah, probably less, a little less, but probably about that. Yeah. 
How long have you been married? Seven how, years. I was there. Up? I should know, but yeah, I don't I mean, know. 2014, right? Oh, that's, yeah. So that's, this year is going to be seven years. This year will be seven, yeah. And but I've been October. with her since 2009. So that's two, 11, yeah, 11 years, something like that. I, I'm horrible at math, but it's cool. It'll be 12 years this year. 12 years, yeah. So that's okay. a long time out of the game. So what do you guys celebrate now? Do you celebrate your dating anniversary or your wedding anniversary? Wedding anniversary. Or do you do both? Wedding okay. anniversary. Yeah. Some people do both. And I'm yeah, just... I, I think once you get married, like we did when we weren't married, but once we got married, that was You don't go, out. today is the first time no. we went on a date. No, because like Donna's like, like she still has passwords and stuff. They're like, oh, this is when me and uh, her ex-boyfriend like first went out or first kissed. I'm like, now if I would have that, it would be a problem. It'd be a yeah. big issue. Yeah. And for me, I don't give a shit. I'm like, and, and I'll make jabs like, you should change that by now. Like, don't you remember the first time we, you know, shit like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Like, I know she doesn't want to change. You're not her. an anniversary guy. Uh, I mean, for certain things, yeah. Who? Like our wedding interview, yes. So here we'll go into. But this. The, the running joke is, but while we're on dates, yeah. is well, Donna? I was going off dates, but well, is Donna is convinced that I don't know her birthday? Convinced that I do not know the date, like, and I, so can I tell you that's half the reason I keep Facebook? Well, yeah, because like I don't know her birthday. And now I'm terrified because I don't have. Facebook. <laughs> you do. You just don't go well, on. Well, I don't have it on my phone. But that's so. like yeah. It's like so. If I didn't have Facebook. I wouldn't rem- have remembered it was her birthday. I don't remember most people's birthdays. No, no. For the life of me, there's like f- a few people. I-, I remember the birthdays during the summer, but I don't remember. Actually, I don't even remember. I don't even know when your birthday is. It is in the summer. <laughs> is it in July? July. But my struggle is, is I know people's birthdays, but I'm usually off a day. And I'm with that with almost everybody in my life. Yeah. Besides my wife. I know it's on the 13th of May. Your That's parents? a joke. It's 11th. Oh, okay. <laughs> but who's I, that joke for? For Donna. Well, she will never listen. Listening. But she's when not, she does. She's not going to stay 41 minutes into this podcast. But so I've taken to joking with her like, oh, like happy birthday. And it's like the 3rd of May. Oh, I should do. I should do that on Sunday. And now she, yeah. Today's like, your oh, birthday, right? Happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> it's not my birthday today. But like yours, like I know yours is January tenth. That's right. And so now, if you were to ask me, I'd be like the eleventh. Devon's I know is April twelfth, I believe. It's tax day. But tax, I think it's, it's tax day. the fourteenth. I think it's the twelfth. Yeah. So I'm 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 usually off by a couple. Yeah. Keith's is like the seventh, the eighteenth. I think is Keith's at the. Keith is August 18th, yeah. and only way I remember that is because I know someone whose birthday is August 14th. Yeah. So. And then Chris, my brother, I'm like, he's March 2nd. But I'm always like, oh, is it the 3rd? My sister, I'm like, is it the 12th or 3rd? Like, I'm always off a day. Yeah, that's why it's 100% the reason I keep Facebook. Because sometimes I don't remember people's birthdays, and I go, I think it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. And I would hate to send a message and it be the wrong day. Oh, yeah. Which I always try and double check. If I have a means to double check, I do. Because I'm horrible with dates, and I'm like, I'd much rather send it on the right date. That's smart. But some people I know will post a false birthday. And I'm like, actually, my birthday's not for a couple days. I'm like, well, that's your fault. It's my shit. birthday week, and I go go kill yourself. Or people that uh, whatever. <laughs> um, oh, here's the question I was going to ask. 
So in your relationship, yes. who's the romantic? If there is one. Mm, probably me, I guess. You do seem like you're the more sentimental of the but two. But I'm not. But you also, I, you're I not a sentimental gentleman. No, I wouldn't say I'm romantic. Okay. But I would be more. Well, being romantic is doesn't have to be no, no, no. Yeah. like a big thing. It yeah. could be literally just you do something without asking. Yeah. Because you know it's something she'd like. Yeah. That's romantic. We might be tied in that then, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe. That's no, it's interesting. You have to ask Donna. No, Maybe because on it, Sunday you can. Yeah, because it's you know, we've had the discussion before that normally in every relationship there's one person who is more attached than the other. Sure. That's yeah. not to say that both people that one of them is not interested, but there's yeah. always somebody that's far more invested in yes. the relationship yep. than the other one. And uh, I think we've even talked about before that you're probably that one in, in yours. I think she's even admitted that to you. See, now that's the thing. She, she has said that to me. Yes. And I said, I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. For the, for the reason of now, not saying this is happening, but if there was a split and when I, when I discuss this with her, I know she took it the wrong way, but it's like, if we split up, I would get over it quicker than she would. Interesting. Say if we, if, and for whatever reason, like it, it, the reason doesn't really matter to me. Like just argument's sake. As Hoobastank said, the reason is you. The reason is you. That was a great song, by the way. I liked it. That's the song this week. <laughs> the reason. <laughs> uh, but for almost any reason, I think I would get over it quicker than she would. That may not be true, but I believe it to be true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but because I'm a very, I, I don't, I think, you well, can, I think you can, I think you can say that now because you know, there's almost little or no chance of that ever well, happening, yeah, I, I, yeah. but you don't know if it actually happened, if that would really be the case. Well, sure. That's it, it. I struggle with it with like, not to go dark, but again, with my dad a couple weeks back, I'm like, okay, well there's been a lot of times with my dad where we were not in a good place. And I'm like, if he like my mind goes to how would it be if this was my last conversation with him? And I'm like, yeah, I feel like everyone what, has how that would with I their feel? parents. How I would like, I feel? Yeah, I feel like yeah. everybody has that with their parents now, especially at our ages where you get to that point where you're like, is this the last conversation I'm going to have with my yeah. mom? Or is this the last? Con so like, I'm always trying to make sure whenever I leave my mom's that we are not arguing yes. about something yeah. because I would literally hate it for the last conversation. Cause my mom's last conversation with her mom was a fight. Yeah. And, and that, that would be horrible. My I, mom's last conversation with my grandfather, not her dad, yeah. but the one who married her mom after was a bad one. Yeah. And my last conversation with him was not a good one either. And that's some stuff I struggle with still to this day, because mm -hmm. you think about that, you're like, man, like obviously they're gone and they know that you cared about them, but it's like now you're like you think about like oh, I was such an asshole, I could have been so different, yada 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 that kind of stuff. And, and you're left here thinking about it. And you're left here forever. Thinking, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking about it here, twenty some odd years yeah. later. I'm still thinking about it. Um, but yeah, it's it's really dark. Well, to lighten it up, I think about it with almost every interaction I have, and yeah. I, I remember I gotten to fights with ex 
girlfriends because I said like, I'm going to kill you. I didn't say that, but <laughs> if I had said that, I'm going to slit your no. throat, play your blood, <laughs> tap dance on your blood. That's a good one. Actually, I could, could do that. The acoustics would be good. <laughs> but I said, when I, when I meet somebody, it, it's the whole thing. Like we talked about before, like, going to Walmart or Target and like sweatpants. Like that's something I would not do. Nine times out of 10, if I go somewhere, I'm going to be in jeans and like not dressed up, but you know what I mean? Like to, to me, like, cause like the first couple podcasts, no one is seeing me, but I showed up in jeans. Cause that's just like yeah. my, I, I'm so used to, I'm like comfortable in that. Yeah. And even like, well, that's how you're like wrestling shows too. Yeah. You'll always yeah. show up the nice, nicest dressed person. Yeah. And then everyone else has shown up in shorts. Yeah. Because they want to be comfortable. Sure. And that, that's like I flew to Japan in a suit. Like, and that was me. Like, that's the way I felt it should be. Like, I feel when you show up to a show, you like if you show up in like sandals and cargo shorts, like, wow. Not that that's fired. Not that that's disrespectful by any means because it American doesn't kaiju matter. on fire. Yeah. And it, it, it pissed me off. So I'm like, okay, like our, our gimmick, right. Is these like, you know, whatever you want to take it, horsemen, evolution, whatever. Yeah. And then you show up in that. And then two seconds before you go change, like, and, and it did annoy me, but just like, I know when he showed up to the San Diego airport and we're about to fly to Japan, I was in a fucking suit. I know he was annoyed, but again, to me, that's like my personal standard. That wasn't yeah. for anybody else. Yeah, of course. That was how I grew up thinking the business is. No, you're right. And even I remember another uh, Sean Ricker. What's his name? My L A L A Knight. L A Knight. He showed up to Mach One, and he was in like a suit. Yeah. And I I popped for it. I was like, that's how it should be. And everyone gave him shit every because they're all dressed like shit and teach their own. But that's how he presented his look, his appearance. And how will you be showing up on June 19th? Uh, not in a suit, but dressed pretty well. Dressed to the nines. Yeah. Now I will say, uh, I don't know how he showed up on Saturday, but uh, Gino, he's always very well dressed. <laughs> so he showed up well dressed and he had a camera crew. Ah. filming him the entire time there you go so he was he stole my idea he was very uh very active in the locker room but uh yeah so that's what i did last weekend i went to a west coast wrestling company show i would say check the highlight video to find me but i did not appear on the highlight video because apparently the cameraman did not catch me next time next time god i hope so because it sure sucks to drive two hours for nothing which is what it felt like Anyways, um, let's see. What else is going on? Uh, trying to think of where I was going to pivot from that last conversation about relationships. and uh, I was the most romantic one, or who's th – does that part of it or no? No, that's a, good, that's a good part of it. That's good to know. That's interesting. I, I, I will reach out to, you know, to, to all of you listening out there. Who do you think is the more romantic in your relationship? Go ahead and tweet at us. Perfect example. When when Don and I were dating, yeah, I'd say maybe one out of every ten times I would open up the door for her. Okay. Now to her, she would take that as in, why aren't you opening it every time? And to me, I'm like, because now you expect it. There's so much chivalrous stuff that women just don't expect anymore. Well, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, opening the doors, which is something I do too. The walking yeah. on the certain side of the sidewalk, yeah, yeah. which is another chivalrous thing to do. That or kick. Like, I do it. I don't necessarily know if I 100% believe in it, but I believe in the theory of why you do it. So, yeah, I do it. Sure. And, you know, I think it catches people off guard a lot of the time. You're like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, um, if I were to open the door for her right now, it would be rare for her because what, I, I don't. What are you trying to get right now? Yeah. That well, type of thing. What's, what's the get? What here? did you do? But for me, it would be like, it wouldn't be me thinking about it. It would just be me. Maybe I was on the right side of the fucking door. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially now that we have kids, like we're juggling three kids, putting them in. Like, so I'm on one side. She's on the other. I'm not going to run to the other side. You don't have time to think. That would be hilarious. And I'm not. That's. What if you slid across the front hood of the car, just open the door for her? I will pay you 20 bucks to do that in my presence one day. Just to open the door for her and just watch the ugh on her face when you do that. But I will say, in in another term, like you know, the romantic stuff you were talking about, like oh well, who does more? Like we have a very non communication type of stuff. Like she cooks, so I do the dishes. Now every once in a while, she will get up and do the dishes. Every once in a while, I'll get up and say, "No, I got it," because you cooked. Now I know in the back of my head, I'm taking a tally. I know she's not because that's not the person she is. But for me, I'm like, okay, if she does the dishes, I'm going to make sure I do something else. Now for me, I'm very much of a, if I don't do it well, I don't want to do it. Say for example, taking the dishes out of the dishwasher. I despise that because I don't like putting them in a wrong place because sure enough, it's always going to go in a wrong spot. So I'm like, I'll put them in the dishwasher all day. I'll wash dishes and put them in. Doing laundry, for example, we've had a lot of issues with our um, washing machine. So I'm like, you know what? I will take the clothes out of the washer and put them in the dryer. You handle the washing machine duties because you do it so eloquently. Okay. So when we all move in together in yes. our house of nine, um, who's going to do the laundry? Uh, the house laundry. Probably be Donna. <laughs> probably would. Your five kids? Yes. Do their laundry. Do it yourself, Jack. <laughs> but like me, like folding laundry, I'm not going to fold laundry. I volunteer to do it, but Donna says you wouldn't do it right. I'm like, then by all means, take it. That's my that's my least favorite thing. People say you don't do it right. I'm yeah. like, okay, well, then why? Then you do it. Then you do it. Yeah. And like, well, you should learn how to do it better. No. If no. you're going to complain the way it's done, then you need to do it. Yeah. That's, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that sentiment. And to me, that's not laziness. That's real. That's what's the ECW adage like accentuating the positives and you know dialing back on the negative type of all Paul Hammond thing you know you work on your strengths or your your positives right indeed sir so if I suck at something I'm not gonna I don't know it's something like like changing a tire I can do we've gotten to the pet peeve part of the podcast everyone so let's let Danny go but I could change a tire and I'll change it all day but if there's something in a car I cannot fix I'm not going to be a macho about it and go, I have to do like if Donna can do it by all means, you know, it's weird. I think I, I, I know I can change a tire, but Mm -hmm. I have heavy anxiety about doing it, which would probably make me not good at it, which would mean I probably wouldn't do it. Especially on like the side of a freeway. Would that be, Oh my God, that would scare the shit out of me. Cause there's been so many people have died 
Sure. In the last right. couple of years of, yeah. of just the fucking semi truck comes by the and semi truck just <laughs> sideswipes you and um or train hits you like yes. in the spiral opening scene. Um Did you watch that? No, I didn't. The spiral it, opening it scene that I sent to you. To... Because I liked it and didn't it. respond. Fucking... But I liked it because I think I responded to a text or another tweet right after. another tweet. Was it another yeah, tweet? I so I think I responded I to that. Yeah, yeah, you okay. responded to that. Um, what, any, are there any other relationship pet peeves you have? Let's air, let's air it out. I have to think about this. Uh, what did you do for Mother's Day? Are you expected to do something on Mother's no. Day? That's that's the thing I love about my relationship is it's a given that no gifts are to be purchased. Yeah. Now, last year, I bought her like a Mother's Day thing from the kids. And that was because Mother's Day and her birthday are so close. Yes. It's usually like a, like a combo gift. And, it's, and every time I tell someone like, oh, she doesn't want gifts. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, I am. She would much rather me not spend the money. Like she is that type of person. I just want everyone to remember that when I show up on Sunday without a gift, there you go. She doesn't want gifts. She won't mind at all. I guarantee it. I know I never show up to gifts to these things, no. but I, and I, uh, and I always feel terrible. Yeah. But then I also go, I, I know her well, yes. but I don't think I know her well enough to know what gifts she would like. And I couldn't tell you like, like it, she's very, very, if I could think of a, like if, if I ever got her a gift, it would be a joke gift. Yeah. It would absolutely be just something that I know would make her laugh. That's the only way I'd ever get her a gift because I'm like, I don't know what yeah. she'd like. like. And I'd say like, I actually bought her stuff this year. Yeah. And it was like, I did so for like mother's day and her birthday, but it wasn't expected. And even like, you know, stuff kept coming up like yeah. shipped and she's like, what's this? I'm like, uh, mother's day, happy like birthday. Blue, blue chew. And well, that was different wasn't birthday really it might have been if the birthday went well it went great yeah not a sponsor. this podcast brought not you a in. sponsor i got some not, blue i got some blue chew not a sponsor i'm hoping to use it this weekend there you go use it we'll have a review on the pod <laughs> no we will not <laughs> no we will not but a pet peeve, a relationship, uh, what, what were we talking about? Oh, a Mother's Day gift? It doesn't have to be one from this one. It could be just no. a, a, a pet, a thing that you think most people expect in a relationship that you think is foolish, per se. I don't, I really don't think so because. You know what's one that really bugs me? Sure, go ahead. I love pet peeves. The guy doesn't always have to pay. Oh yeah. Can yeah, we get yeah, it? Can yeah. we can we can we cut that shit out? And now with Donna, I didn't I would say the the majority of my relationships and you know even the like oh go to a dinner and a movie, most of the time it was split, I'd say. See. Now it may not be 50-50, but it was split. Like if I pay this time it'll it's like work. Like yeah. sometimes I will pay for food and then the next time you are paying. Like it's just and I say that as the guy that thinks it, but is always in my back of my head. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to pay for this and does oh, it. Sure. I do it. And yeah. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I shouldn't have to, but because when's the point in dating where it's like, okay, now I'm not responsible for all of it. Is that until you're engaged? Cause that's a pretty hefty. 
I think there's a certain point. Yeah, you know what? Like, because I honestly can say I, I I don't think I ever went through that phase. Like, I think it was pretty much always split well, well, in some with, way. The thing with me and my relationship is like, she doesn't like like she doesn't like expensive shit. Yeah. So like, I don't ever have like I want to do nice things, but like she doesn't expect it. And but it, I will. But I will always try to do something. Sure. Like even if it's as simple as buying her a drink or yeah. something or yeah. beer or whatever. She like if it's small. Like I'll do it. But I don't ever like think she doesn't have like a big like mind for like buying expensive shit. Yeah. So it's not like I'm like I'm. Ex- she's expecting me to take her to an expensive dinner or something like that. Like it's not like that. And that's how Donna is. Donna is not a expensive yeah. taste person like I, I always joke I'm like if I won the lotto we would be split up in a week because I'd be like oh I need to buy this I need to get this and she'd be like let's still drive the piece of shit cars that we have right now Yeah. and to me it's like it's the old what you grew up with my parents every couple of years they got a new car every year they got a new couch like it's shit like that where yeah. her parents it they literally have the same couch today yeah. that they had when they got married and to me I'm like it is more than overdue. Yeah. Enough cats have fucking died on this couch. It's time. <laughs> I know it's funny when he just drops the mic and looks the other way. Oh my god. Uh <laughs> but to me it's like it, there's just certain things that I I I always liked the not lavish per se, but it's like like we just talked about off the air. I think it was the uh the old uh like if I won the lotto, like could you really spend two hundred fifty million dollars in your lifetime? Like I have some lofty fucking goals, but I'm not going out to party every night, and I'm not gonna buy twenty cars and five houses. No, like, if I, won, I know I, what I'm doing. If I won the lottery, I would. My priorities would be house, new car. Yeah, those would be my big expenses, and then from there, I'd probably just do nothing. Not yeah. nothing. I, I would do shit. And yeah, granted, like I would spend like, you know, if I'm going to go to a Yankee game, I'm going to spend oh, the yeah. money to sit by home yeah. plate now because yes. I have yes. that extra money. But, but that's like, not going to put you in the no, hole. No, because those tickets know. are like a thousand dollars. That's nothing. $250 million. For that. That's nothing. nothing. Like, as long like I, I would buy season tickets. Yeah. Right, because for plate. that, people aren't going broke because of that. If they're that. Like, yeah, well off. if I had that kind of money, yes, I'd probably have a house here and I'd probably yeah. have a house in New York and I'd probably split them. And again, you'd probably be fine. Yeah. Because I would sublet the house when I'm not yes. there. Like if I'm not in the California house, I'll rent it out. Yes. And if I'm not in the New York house, I'll rent it out like that kind of shit. But like, I have shit that I, you know, I have like, like I write out goals that I have or whatever. And I'm like, okay, this is, you know, what I would do to get. Uh, not financially well off, but it's like, like as of today, like I write them as like, I have, I have it. Like, for example, like if I won the lotto, I would buy a house here. If Donna wants to stay here, I want to leave, but if she wants to stay here, we'll settle here. So that's a good question. That's a good question to pivot off of. Yeah. Were you done with the point? Uh, no. Okay. Continue the point and then we'll go to my, what I want to say. But I would say like, I, I would buy a house here or there. I'd get two cars. And I would get a warehouse for the wrestling ring, a gym, and to run shows out of. The Danny Performance Center. That uh, Essentially, yes. 
Um, so, okay. So whenever, whenever people, whenever I talk to people about moving to New York, everyone's reaction is always the same thing. Why would you want to live in New York? And I, I'm re- I'm readily willing to admit the only reason that I would ever want to go back to New York at this point has nothing to do with the pride of living in New York. The, it has nothing really to do. And a fan, I have family there. That's great. Sure. But it's legitimately just so I can be within an hour of going to any sporting event of yeah. all my teams. That's because you think about it. What's the, the one, one of the main things I like to do for fun. It's I like to watch sports. Yeah. Now, if you tell me I can go to any of my team's games any day I want, that's appealing enough to me to want to live somewhere else. Sure. That's just as expensive as where I live now. So yeah, if I had the option to live in New York, like if I found out that my dad croaked and he left me his house, I'm probably going to New York. I don't know how I'm going to afford it, but I'm going to go figure it out when we get there. I'll I'll, I'll show up and I'll look and I'll be like, this will do just fine. You say yes. And then you figure out the rest later. Exactly. You say yes to everything. Just like the movie. Yes, man. That was a very underrated movie. It's a very underrated movie. Ka. Hey, Ka. (laughs) Carl's already kind of short, but Uh, I'm going to call you Ka. Uh, Yeah. So that was the point I was trying to make is so, if you didn't live here, where would you want to live? Like, where's a place that you're like, I'd like to live here. Pretend finances are yeah, not I mean, involved. Just, you can live wherever you want. I try to think of, cause I, I always said Oregon just because I, I loved visiting my, my grandparents up there. I don't think that would be my choice. I would probably say Arizona is probably my pick because I'm close enough here to where we could visit because we still have family here. Obviously I'm, I'm not an East coast guy. I don't think like, I, I don't think I would do well out there. Like with you're, the snow, and you're a little shit. too laid back for the East coast. I yeah. think. And it's just like shit like that. Like I, I think Arizona would be, would probably be where it's at. Yeah. For people who are like laid Maybe back, Nevada, California, not Las Vegas per se, but I Nevada. wouldn't want to live anywhere else no. in Nevada than Vegas though. I don't know if I, I don't know if I like any of their parts yeah. of Nevada. Yeah. There's so many people I know that like just going to a deli in New York yeah. would be so stress inducing for so many people. I know like, I think Keith is like one of the only well equipped people to deal with that like mindset. Yeah. But I think it would even catch him off guard. Like even when I go out there, I'm just like, I go into this a deli with my <laughs> uncle to just get a bagel and it's like a whole, they're talking for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, Man, this is not California at all. I just no. want to get in and get the fuck yeah. out. And that's just yeah, I'm accustomed to here. I've I would live here if it wasn't so fucking expensive. No, but I'm saying if if the if the finances were no it didn't it didn't matter. But here's the deal. If the finances were no different, I wouldn't fucking live in East County. No, no, no. I'd no. buy a house fucking La Jolla off the fucking where I could see the fucking ocean from my house. That's where I'd be fucking living. Well, I have a house in Coronado that I'm destined to buy one day. Okay. And I, I already have it, you know, every time I walk by it, that's why I like going to that beach. Cause I walk by the house and I tell, and it pisses Donna. Donna hates my optimism because she thinks it's like false, like just putting shit out there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Oh, like, ah, yes, this is what I want to do. Like to me, I'm like, okay, I know one day I will win the lotto. I may not win it at fucking 33, yeah. but I will win it. Like I am so 
And it's not one of those, oh, I really wish I could. I'm like, I am convinced Yeah. I will win the lotto one day. Well, one thing you have inspired from me recently is I've been trying to have much more of a positive outlook on things. There you go. And it's, I mean, it's, it's helped in certain departments. I struggle with it at times. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's very to, hard. It's hard to be super positive when you are in the positions in life we're in, where it's yes. like, great. Like I, you have a lot of things that you like, but you're also like so much of that can change in an instant yeah. where it's like, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent happy with my life. No. Like, and I feel that way. Like, you know, granted right now I'm unemployed. And no one really has a problem with it other than Keith's dad. But it's like, I don't plan to be unemployed forever. No. I just fundamentally think that we live in a really dumb society where I'm making just as much unemployment so why not? as I was working. Why would I go back to work a shit yeah. nine to five or it was 10 hour day for me? Yeah. Why would I go back to that when right now I can just kind of sit at home and do nothing? Yep. Or have plenty of time to travel during the summer, which I plan to do. I have some plans and things. People I'm going to go visit during the summer and stuff. And you might as well, summer. because you have that, yeah. you never know when you're going to get that time again. Yeah. First of all, things are going to be opening up come June 15th. Yeah. So at that point I can feel like it's okay for me to go. Cause my biggest problem right now with traveling is like, why am I going to go to like Vegas when I yeah, can't yeah. do anything? Why yeah. am I going to drive up to see yeah. people in makes no Washington? Yeah. We can't really fucking do anything, but now it's like, okay, Disneyland's back open. Yeah. Some of these sea worlds back open. Now I can do shit with people. Now I can go places. Yeah. Like I, I'm dating a girl with kids. Like now we can go places. Like it's really difficult when like you don't have anything to fucking do. And now it's going to be different. I don't remember what the word. Well, I don't know how that started on your end. The happiness thing. Yeah, I believe. And again, it rubs Donna the wrong way for reasons I'll explain, but I'm as positive as I try to be. And Mm -hmm. it's not a patrol. It's what I legitimately need to be, to be in a good spot. Yeah. Because I grew up in a negative household. Now I'm not saying I got beat or shit like that. I'm just saying I know what you mean. The environment was very negative. I, I know what you mean. So like you know, I'm, I'm not trying to say my childhood was tough. Your dad's because a, it was your dad's not. A, your dad's a good guy. Yes, but yes. I definitely can tell. I could definitely imagine living with that day to day can be very very draining on a person. And my wife has said it a lot. She's like, if I were to grow up in that house, I would have committed suicide. And that's, that's she's not extreme she's thing. not joking. And I'm like. Yes. And again, I'm not trying to portray something that it's not. I'm not saying that I was abused mentally, physically, whatever. Like that was not the case. I, I'm not saying I had a rough well, verbal, childhood well, at all. Well, verbal abuse can like abuse almost be can, worse. Uh, abu- no, abuse can be not, doesn't have to be something that's done to you. Sure. Yeah. It, that situation was abusive, but yeah. not in like a direct way. It was yeah. more or less it affected you because I mean, it affected Chris. Oh, I, and it affected my sister. Affect your sister. Yeah. And they were both not in good spots. I hope they are. I I, but, my sister is now. Yeah. I don't I, know Chris. I but. wouldn't look at Donna as someone that's overly negative though. No, 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 she's not. She's not. But she's like, if I were in that, because she lived there for four months. Yeah. I don't like know. think about in terms of we lived with my parents for three months and yeah. we lived with her parents for couple years two years now maybe yeah. and it's like 
the the night and day difference of it. And it's like her her family environment is so different yeah. from mine. And again, there's pros and cons of that. But to to me, it's like I I try so hard to be positive because I know that negative mindset will bring me. And I like I am very self destructive. Yes. And I am very. I could be very positive and then one thing could go wrong and I'm right back to the fucking bottom, like the pit. Yeah. And I'm like, I realize at the time this is not that bad. Yeah. Like, and, but to me, it's that's the something, fucking lowest. That's something I have to get better with is com- yeah. compartmentalizing stuff. Yeah. Cause I, I understand why people would get annoyed by that positive attitude, but it's kind of one of those things. It's like, maybe that's just because people are just not used to it. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I wouldn't say I'm being like over the top, No, but I'm like, I'm looking at stuff like, yeah, my hand hurts, but I, my hand hurts, but I didn't break it. Like yeah. I would, the, the scenario where I broke it, I would do it or hurt it. I yeah. would do it a hundred times over. I nothing. I wouldn't change anything about my current situation. Yeah, like, yeah, you just, I don't know. You have to be positive and like, there's reasons to, for me to be positive right now for other people. Yeah. Cause other people I know are going through shit. I'm trying to, and that's the whole perspective positive for them. It's a perspective. It's yes. okay. Yes. You hurt your hand, but you didn't fucking lose it. Like no. it didn't get chopped up. No. Like it could always be much worse. Yeah. Always. And, and me and me sitting there complaining about my hand for three weeks is just going to be annoying to people. And it's not going to help your hand. It's not going to help my <laughs> hand. Yeah. So that, that's what helps me. I'm like, okay, if I do something and I, like complain about it or take the wrong way about it. That's not helping the situation. If I, that's why for me, I don't stress about shit per se. Yeah. Like Donna, she stresses about things in a different way. I'm like, I can't stress about it because a, it doesn't mean that much to me. Yeah. Like shit. Like for me, for her and her pretty much her sister as well. How like her family yeah. is terrified to drive over the Coronado bridge terrified like they like when we're driving donna tenses up and she's like her mood changes instantly and to me i'm just like this is i'm driving what do they think is going to happen who knows but to them it's a it's it's a i I don't know i I don't know if it's a you're going to crash to the barricade i'm like you could do that on the freeway like it's literally no different and to me i i don't think about it but they've built that barricade strong enough to where like, even if you hit sure, it with a sure. car, you won't go over. And I, I don't know what it is. I, I can't, I can't get them to explain it. It just affects them. But to me, it's like, it's a stressor for them for whatever reason. And people like you just said, you would be stressed about changing your tire on the freeway. To me, that would be no bother whatsoever. That doesn't make you or me any better or worse. That's just, it's more some like, people have triggers. It's or more or less whatever just a stress. Cause it. I think I've only done it like three yeah. times in my life. And I don't know a hundred percent if I would remember exactly yeah. everything I have to do. The thing but, about that nowadays is YouTube is a beautiful thing. Yeah. That's, you can literally that's type true. in how to change a tire. And then yeah. you got fucking 50 million video, which is great. But I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I get weird anxieties when I'm driving in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah. God, I hope my car doesn't break down right now. Yeah. I, like, cause I'm like, I don't want to be stuck here. Cause yeah. you don't know what's around here. Animal. Sure. Like I'm not yeah. worried about people. No, no, no. Uh, like I'm not, I'm not one of the, I'm not a person that's ever going to like get kidnapped because I'm yeah. way yeah. too cautious of my surroundings. I'm always like, all right, there's, 
I'm watching you. I'm watching you. You're not going to be able to sneak up on me. Like, yeah. no one's catching me in a saw trap, brother. No, no. Me either. Me neither. We're too paranoid for that. I know we talked about that before. Oh, those. If one thing those movies have helped me with, it's being aware of every single person around me at yes. all times. Yes. I'm always like, every noise I hear, I'm, yes. I'm investigating it. Yep. Like, because I'm like, no one's going to sneak up on me. Like, ever. Like, you could try. You ain't going to get But me. you're not going to get very far. We used to have dreams about people breaking into this house to uh, try to. Sorry, Keith is just. Something's going on in his room. Oh, it's coming on his blanket. Morning, sunshine. Keith is walking to the bathroom. This is the live podcast update. <laughs> Keith taking a pee. Anyway, hope he uh, hurries because I really got a piss. No, because do you? <laughs> oh man, it's gotta warm me this shit, man. We're, we're almost done. Um, yeah. No, I, I remember when we used to live in that house together. I would, yeah. be, I would have dreams. I was like, please, somebody break into this house, because I just, I have fantasies about like people breaking. Like, there's the movie where someone breaks in the house, yeah, and then the guy like turns it into a horror movie for them. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. thinking about. I'm like, you think this is? You think you think you're here to terrorize me? Well, guess what? I am going to terrorize you. And I've said the same thing to Donna too, because we'll be, you know, and it's the whole kids thing. But it's having like, kids makes things different. Yeah. Yeah. But if there's like a suspicious looking individual, I'm aware of them, but I'm not paying them attention because yeah. I'm not staring at them. Like she'll be like, "Oh, kids, like come here," and I look at her. I'm like, you know, if this guy steps up to us, he's dead, right? Like, yeah. I, I will take care of it. Yeah. Trust me, I will take care. Yeah. Right? And, and she not, knows that. You're not going to jail for that. No. And I said, I will take care by any means. Like, that doesn't affect me one bit. And yeah. I'm like, you know that, like, we were at the at the um, beach the other day for a birthday. Yeah. And there was a guy that was kind of just roaming around. And I was watching him, but... I'm acting like I'm not looking at him, like paying attention and yeah. everyone else like Luke and Holly and Don are all kind of just kind of looking. I'm like, that's making it worse. A, but B, if something escalates, it will get handled Oh yeah, and it'll be by me. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> and it's just one of those things where I know in the back of my head again, cause you're always on guard or you're always on the watch or whatever. Like, you know, your surrounding and what's yeah. going on. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's whenever someone is closer to me than they should be, I always kind of shoot them a glance. Like I'm aware you're there. Yeah. Get further, get further away from me. Cause I'm, I'm not liking how close you are right now. Um, but yeah, you know, again, sometimes that's bad because then it turned that, that, you know, my temper that I try to hide, I have a bit of a temper. Oh, I've been trying to, uh, been trying to really uh de-escalate my temper recently my son just told on me in front of and to my wife because i went and i hit my car and headbutt and i punched the uh the visor thing and shattered it interesting all because i i sat in the car and the visor was down which sometimes the it unhatches mm-hmm. And it hit me in the head and it just so happened to hit just right. So I looked up and <laughs> like that and it shattered. So instead of going like, well, that sucks. I went outside and I smashed it on the ground, threw it up the hill 
and went up and I grabbed the uh, the handle for like the trunk. Yeah. And something fell out. Now that's what set me off. So I hit it about eight times, which is seven times too many. And then I picked up the thing and instead of just like closing it, I just gave it two big headbutts, closed it. And then by then I looked over at Danny and he's witnessing this, which I blacked out in a sense. Yeah. I'm aware of what I'm doing, but I'm also, you know, in my own element and Danny ran off. And then I walked back in there five, 10 minutes later and I hear Danny say, Alan, daddy headbutt the, the car and this. And then Donna came up. She's like, okay, tell me your side. And I'm like, I'm not in the right frame to tell you my side of the story yet because I'm still too heated. My thing is when I'm that mad, I don't want to talk to you because I don't want to say something that I'm going to regret a, yeah, I don't take it out on other people. Like if I'm mad, I try very, very hard not to direct it. Yeah, That's the one thing with temper. Like I've always like I've struggled with because people like in the past have told me I had a temper when I go, you know that no matter what, I'm not going to do anything to you. Yeah. If we were in an argument, I would never do anything physically no. to you. My temper will never come out on no. a human being. It comes out on inanimate objects. Yes. When I get angry enough or I just scream at something or myself, I would just head turn around and head by yeah. the wall. I see. I, <laughs> I don't do that so much anymore, yeah. but like I'll fucking be in the middle of the baseball game and I'll scream at the video game. I'm oh. That's a fucking strike. Yeah. You fucking idiot. But it's like dumb shit like that. Oh, like, yeah. but yeah, I, and it is always dumb. Nine times out of 10 is dumb shit. And I, you know, I, 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 I am in the position where I can say I need to work on it. Whereas like you could say the same thing, but at the same time, it's like you also are frustrated at various other things. Yeah. And it's probably a culmination and kids yeah. are stressful yeah. and living in living situations can be stressful. Yeah. And you could just be taking those frustrations out on a visor that hit you in the head because yes. you're mad at a bunch of other stuff. And it just happened to be on that. It just day happened because, to be at yeah. that day, that moment after something small that normally wouldn't bother you happen. Like that's, that's like the, you know, the weird shit that just sets you off. You're like, yeah. it wasn't weird. It was just the perfect I've, storm. I've held in 30 other things. Yes. And this 31st thing, which was small, yes. set me off because of the 30 other things that didn't set me off. Like Donna tells a story of I lifted the hatch of the of the thing and the Coke cans fell out and like it hit the ground and like one bounced out of the fucking container and like shot open and started spraying everywhere. So my immediate reaction was to pick up said can throw it and launch it as hard as physically I could. So I'd say about 80 miles per 100% hour percent what I would do too. down the hill. Down the hill. And there was a jogger that was running by up hit him. <laughs> and she looked and I was, I was in my mood and about four things happened prior to that. And that was like what set it off. And I knew I couldn't be loud and yell because her parents were out there and I'm like, okay, they they've known me to uh, take out my rage on a car or my vehicle or whatnot. And they asked Donna, like that wasn't your car. Was it? And she's like, no, that, that was Danny's car. And again, that control thing, Yeah. the outside people may think you're completely blacked out, but I have enough control not to go punch a hole through her dad's car. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like the window yeah. or, you know, but will I go and take a baseball bat and smash the back of my car? A hundred percent. 
Why wouldn't you? Hundred percent. Why wouldn't you? And not think anything of it because to me, I'm like, okay, it's my car. Yeah, I am able to do whatever I want. Now, I also get the outside appearance will look bad. I understand that some people may think if he could do this to this, he may be able to do this to other. And I get that. But I tell them just like you did, I'm not going to take out my, for me to get pissed off enough at you. I, there's nothing. I don't think there's nothing you could do to make me reach up and punch you in the face. There's, I mean, there's definitely something, but it would have to be something I would never do anyway. Yeah. But to me thinking, I don't think there's anything you could do to make me go like, I will punch you right in the face. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the, the, the things that, the things that you would want to punch someone in the face for are the, the obvious things, but they're also things that, would never happen. Now, so when I threw a camera at you, that wasn't completely intentional. That was like 10 years. That was like <laughs> 10, 15 years ago. I'm talking about stupid shit. Yes, like, yeah. Hey, Danny, I hooked up with your wife, yeah. like that kind of stuff. You're going to punch me in the face for that, but that's just not, that's not and going even to then, happen. At that point, I don't even know what I would do. You'd be really mad. Yes, but I, I don't know what I would do. I would, th- I think I, I would just pack up my shit and leave because <laughs> what I would do, the alternative in bad. my head yeah is a million times worse. Yeah. And because I don't want to take it out on other people. But that's also, we're, we're older. So we think, we think more logically with stuff. Like we think like, it, what, what is hitting going to do? Yeah. Hitting is not going to solve anything, especially no. in like that scenario. It's just going to make shit worse. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I, I definitely can understand the outsider perspective of like, Oh, you're this crazy with this. You might do this in this scenario. Well, like Donna would always comment on you when you lived with us, like, like you would yell because your video game and she's like, Oh, I can't believe I'm like, I completely understand because I do the same thing. And that's a big reason why a, I don't play video games because I, that is a trigger for some reason. That is a trigger for me. Like I've broken so many controllers that to me, it's not worth paying for another three controllers. But now. I'm at that position where I'm older and I go, I'm not throwing controllers sure. because I paid $70. But I don't have, controller. I don't have that control. Yeah. It's, and I, there's different levels because to me, I could be playing Mario with the boys. And if I lose on the fucking big slide, I still get pissed and I still headbutt the controller. <laughs> and so that's when I'm like, you guys play. I will yeah. sit back and I don't get pissed when they play. They're learning they whatever, but I don't want them to pick up those habits. They'll yeah. probably pick them up anyway. But this thing, I wouldn't do that in front of other people. Like, Again, I don't have that control. Like the, the one time I think like when I would just scream in my room, like that's just me in my own private yeah, yeah. area. Yeah. Like if you heard it, you heard it. Yeah. But like, if I knew like after the baby was born, I tried to not sure, do yeah. that. Like I can control myself in other settings. And that's why I don't really play when they play those games. I don't get ultra competitive because yeah you don't want me to get competitive no. because it will get really ugly. And, I'm, yeah. and I don't like, you know, I don't like playing th- like, like when we play baseball, it's like we're playing home run derby. Like we're trying to let the guy hit the home yeah. run. Yeah. If we were not, playing in a competitive yeah. environment where I was trying to get you out, like it would not be fun for anyone no. because I would not like, that's why I don't really play competitive sports yeah. because I get way too competitive. And, and I'm, I, I'm the same. I remember when we played basketball at the gym when Don and I would go like at night we would play with some of the Sears people and like people didn't like playing with me because I'm like the only way I have a chance to win and a help my team is by being supremely competitive yeah and I'm taking you out by any means like I'm not 
punching you in mid, you know what I mean? But it's like, I will foul you, I guess, quote unquote, but other people aren't expecting that and, or, you know, they have no interest in that, yeah. but that's just how I play. I'm, I'm a physical person. You're a physical specimen. I am, <laughs> but I'm not good at sports. So that's how I sports, you know? All right. So let's wrap this bit. Let's wrap this bad boy up. This was a good one. This was a good one. Yeah. Um, I didn't bring this up, but might as well bring it up real quick. So the Padres, like their entire starting lineup yeah. was put on the COVID IL. Uh, I think the only one who actually tested positive was Tatis though, right? Uh, I don't think Myers. Tatis and, and Myers. I, I think it came oh, out Myers, Myers did, did too. too. Yeah. Okay, At so, first, I don't think it said. Yes, it did. So Hosmer he, didn't. Hosmer and Profar and Mateo were contract. Or contact tracing. Contact tracing, yeah. quote unquote. Um, now have they been, had they done the vaccine thing? Uh, they said several players have been vaccinated. Okay. I I don't know who it is. So the thing with the, so the Yankees had a big outbreak too. Yeah. They had about eight people. Nevin, right? Nevin is the only one who ended up having symptoms of COVID. God, I miss that guy. I love Nevin. He's so fat now. (laughs) He's one of the, he's one of the, he's one of the nicest guys by every game I went to when I was out there, he was, I was on his side and he was always throwing balls to kids. I really want him to coach the pot. Like I really, really wanted that. But I think one day he'll be a coach somewhere. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, but yeah, he's the only one that had symptoms. Uh, Glaber, I guess had symptoms one day and then didn't. So I guess that is a argument for the vaccine. Uh, because you know, like someone, I saw someone say today, like, Obviously, getting vaccinated is not going to prevent you from getting it. You'll still get it. But, like, if you and I were both had gotten the shots, we wouldn't be testing every day to know if we had it. Sure. So, for all I know, I have it right now. And I wouldn't know. So, it's like. And I came here, and who knows? Yeah. It's like, that's one of those things. It's like, so there's eight people that had it, only one of them actually showed symptoms. Yeah. And it was an older, heavier gentleman, Philip Nevin. I can't believe you like Philip Nevin. He cost you Ken Griffey Jr. That is the only draw. But that, I love Nevin so much. I like that's it. That's one of my things. I'm like, Nevin's cool, it's but funny to say Ken that, Griffey Jr. Like, is cooler. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine Ken Griffey Jr. come here? Incredible. I mean, if it was nowadays, maybe it would have happened. Yeah, that's I true. mean, the ownership now, back yeah. then, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that kind of sucked. Um, but, like, I could wake up with a sore throat and a cough, and they'd be like, oh, you got symptoms. Well, maybe I'm yeah. just fucking, I slept with a, you know what that's I mean? That's the like, biggest that problem shit. right now. I, I feel like we're finally getting to the point where I think people are starting to go, well, you know, cough, sore throat. That could just be people getting sick. Doesn't Not every illness has to be COVID-related. No, it, it like, doesn't. it's, so, you know. I feel like we're headed towards a direction where by the summer things will be normal. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, we're, we're now at a point where we don't have to wear masks in places that you're vaccinated. Yeah. So if there I go, go to a place, I don't have to. So how does that work? If you go into target, for example, that's the part it's I don't still, understand. That's still a business. They can go with their own. Now, I know it's not till June 15th for California. No, it's right now. CDC rec- CDC is recommended right now. Yeah, but also CDC does not comply or it doesn't yeah. does it. But who knows? So it's it, it's completely like so. If Walmart wanted to right now, they could say, could, "All right, yes, masks are optional in Walmart's." But yeah, it's even if. But if you and I walked in, 
they would say, show me your vaccination card. Probably. Or it's just a fucking honor system, which it's, that's it's, not going to If there's an work. honor system, then no one will wear masks no, anymore. Why would you? But, but then again, like, I don't care if you don't wear a mask anymore. I, it's not, my, pro- it's not I, my problem anymore because I'm fine. And I'm not vaccinated. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. If uh, I, the people that, the people that I care about and that I would worry about, they're all going to be vaccinated by the time yeah. this month is over. Yeah. So like for me, if, if you don't want to get it, I don't care anymore. Nope. Like it doesn't matter to me. It, like, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It's it, your your <laughs> what you do is your business. Yep. Like that's your choice. Because it's no different than the fucking if you get the the cold. What is yeah. it? The flu shot, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. There, like, there, are, that's there, your... there are vaccinations that there are people that are heavily against that. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, people yeah. should get the polio vaccine because you don't want to get polio no. in 2021. I'm not learning you know, polio, there's... Alfred. <laughs> There's those, and then there, there's those shots you got to get your kids when they're born. Yeah. Like those shots. Like some people don't get those kids their shots. They're yeah. anti that. And I'm like, all right, well, I mean. But probably- to me, I'm like, I, that's, again, that's no, I don't care. Like you want your kid to get chicken pox? Cool. I don't care. Now I'm just throwing out something random. Yeah, but, you, but could, it's like- you could potentially be giving your kid a death sentence because if you get chicken pox when you're our age, you're going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's again, that's not my responsibility. What you do with your kid. That, no, that's absolutely true. What people do with their ind- independently of their own children yeah. is whatever. But yeah, so like they can make all the guidelines they want the CDC, but like Walmart, Target, Best Buy, whatever, they're all businesses. Sure, they can yeah. do whatever they want. They yeah. can say, no, we're going to keep them. But I guarantee you, at least by June 15th, people will abandon them. Oh yeah. Like I guarantee if I go to Disneyland this summer, no one will be wearing a mask. And, uh, you know what? I'm a little peeved because they've changed a lot of the star Wars ride that I really want to go to because it's a, so it's something with timing indoors. Yeah. They have to cut out type parts of the ride. That really annoyed me. Cause I, you know, I really wanted to go on that ride for some time and I would use that as the, uh, excuse to go to disneyland of course i like disneyland i like it disneyland there's fun there's good. fun i like and it. it's much more fun when you know you can go with kids yes i'm sure it's not you know bring kids to disneyland's probably not fun yeah but it, it gives you an excuse to like oh i want to go here yeah it's expensive as fuck <laughs> yes it is yeah. it is what it is fuck but yeah so we'll see how that goes um yeah the, it was just very weird the yankees were 85 percent vaccinated or the whole team was vaccinated. So they were like to the point where you watch their games and no one's wearing a mask anymore. Yeah. Like the dugout is full of guys that wear a mask and it was great. I was like, Oh, this feels like normal fucking baseball again. Yeah. And then immediately ate these eight guys. And now they're back to everyone. The dugouts wearing a mask. And I'm like, God damn it. Can we just get fucking out of this already? Yeah. I'm so sick of this shit. And I'm also sick of the people saying, well, we'd get out of this if some, if everybody would comply. And I'm like, no one's ever going to, no. you're never, ever, 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 ever in this world going to get everyone to comply no. with one rule no. because you know what that is. That's a different kind of government. We don't want that kind of government no. here no. because that's what other governments are like. And they're not fun to be around no, as a person. Not. So people are just going to have to learn to adapt to people not agreeing with you. Just get over yourselves, everybody. Just if you want, if you've been vaccinated, great. If you don't want to get vaccinated, great. That's your choice. I'm not going to lecture you about it. 
I'm not going to tell you what I think you should do because there's no, there's no good. So it doesn't matter. That. There's no good, good ending to that conversation. Yeah. It's just like political conversations with old people now. This is not going to end well, so why would I do it? But you know what we should do is end this podcast because we uh, we had a good run this week. We talked. We talked. I liked it. I can't guarantee Keith will be back next week. We don't He's even know what day we do it anymore. But well, it's, it's random. Well, the problem is the best day Keith can do you can't do because that's the night you work overnight. Yeah. So if your schedule ever changes to where that is no longer overnight, we can do that day. So does he have two nights off usually? Or this just... week he has three days off in a row, but it's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So unless you want to come back in a day and do another podcast yeah, for next week, not this time. <laughs> uh, but I'll see you Sunday. Yeah. Sunday uh, maybe it is. Keith will come with me. The invite is on the table. He's not. Gonna he has to be vaccinated though. No, he doesn't. <laughs> No, he doesn't. <laughs> House rules. Really. That's a lot funnier if you knew his wife and his <laughs> the, and their and that family and how they feel about all this stuff. All right, <sighs> so that'll be that. Uh, thank you for listening, Brad. You probably didn't make it to this point, Sarah. If you're out there, nope. Hello, hello, um, hello. You've been you've been very active on the Facebook about vaccines as well. Oh, she has. Yeah, uh, yeah. She posted. Apparently, Facebook did something to censor her the other day because she posted some, uh, not anti-vax, some vaccination information, I guess. Yeah. And Facebook did something. I don't know. People still use Facebook, I guess. I don't know. I I just, like I said, I use it to verify people's birthdays. People send me notifications. It is blah, blah's birthday. I'm like, I'm pretty confident I will never go on mine ever again. Yeah, you say that, but... Well... The thing is, is I logged out mm-hmm. knowing I don't know which, because my old Facebook, mm-hmm. I could not log back in. So I had to create a new one. Yeah. But there's an easy way to find your password if you ever cared enough to get it. Yeah. But I don't even know what email it's because it's not my, it's, it's, I mean, that's, I can give you that information yeah. too, but I think I'm sure I can go in your profile and see what it says. Maybe. But I have no, I have legitimately zero interest in going back on it's, Facebook. There's nothing interesting about it. No. It's, you know, I like seeing, what's weird is I like seeing when people post pictures, but people post pictures on Instagram too. So it's like, yeah. okay. I don't know. If I were to keep one, it would be Twitter just for the news that you get. Twitter is the one that I like and also hate the most. It's funny how Twitter's works, the yeah. most toxic, but it's also the one that's most like I check the most because it gives me information that I like. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so, oh, happy, uh, spiral day. Ah, spiral comes out today. I'm going to watch that, uh, video on the way home. The acting is terrible by the one guy, oh, shit. but the opening scene is pretty dope. It's very saw like I've seen mixed reviews on it, but I don't know. I guess I'll see it at some point. Yeah. You want to come with me? Perhaps. Yeah. We'll Do see. I have to sit in a vaccinated, non-vaccinated section? <laughs> No, I don't think that the I don't think that Regal Cinemas is going to check your vaccination status. Do we have to be in a bubble or a two two person pod? Uh, I don't know. How, like the, the only time I went to a theater in the last year, me and the person I went with were the only two people in the theater. Even better. So that was pretty great. But we'll see. Uh, anyways, all right, we're gonna sign off for now. Uh, Danny and I did another podcast together. But uh, next week, 
It'll either be me and Danny or me, Danny, and Keith. Maybe it'll be Danny by himself. Maybe Brad will show up. Maybe Brad will show up. Either way, it's going to be the absolute shittiest podcast you've ever heard. See you later. Dad! Dad! Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing. You trade your legs for angels' wings. And once we've all said goodbye, you take a running leap and you learn to fly. Bye, bye, little Sebastian. Spread your wings and fly, spread your wings and fly.